الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضل الا نفسه ولا يضل الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اطيعوا الله واطيعوا الرسول واولي الامر منكم صدق الله العظيم موسى سبكتد عزيز بارز الاسلام as we know very well in the month of rabiul awal mostly mention and bayans are given on the life of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam as a muslim we do not celebrate certain times certain occasions like how the west does they will have a mothers day or a fathers day and they will only respect their parents on those days and the rest of the year they will abandon the parent they will not look after the parent but islam is a complete way of life that every day we should be speaking of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam every day we should bring we should be bringing the sunnah of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam into our lives unfortunately today we have made such people our role models who when you look into the into their lives whether it be a sportsman or whether it be some model or some actor or actress their life looks very glamorous on the outside but when you look into their private lives it is full of shambles and such things are also documented is not something that is hidden also whereas the people that we should be making our role models are the anbiya li musallatu salam there is no creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which are more pure more clean we allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself gives guarantee to the akhlaq and the way of life of the anbiya li musallatu salam allah tala sa laqad kana lakum fi rasulillah uswa kani nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is a great example regarding ibrahim alayhi salatu salam allah also spoke about him so all the anbiya li musallatu salam their lives are such that they should be taken as role models why because allah himself has nurtured them if they made any mistakes in their lives allah himself nurtured them yunus alayhi salatu wasalam 
His incident is famous, is mentioned in Quran also, in the 23rd para. That when he called his people towards Allah, they did not listen to him. So he told them, as it's the sunnah of Allah, if you don't listen to the Nabi, the punishment of Allah will come. But Allah did not inform Yunus Islam whether the punishment will come or not. Based on the normal principle, he told his people, after a few days, the punishment of Allah is going to come. And he left the town. Since Allah did not tell him about it, the few days passed, the punishment did not come. So Yunus Islam now is feeling very, very bad about it. Now if I go back, the people will regard me as a liar, that I spoke a lie. So he decided to run away. Allah speaks about, وَإِنَّ يُونُسَ لَمِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ أَبَقَ إِلَى الْفُلْكِ الْمَشْحُونَ So he decided to board a boat or a ship and he decided to go. But Allah's plan was such that they got into a storm. And now the sailors are saying that we got too many passengers, someone needs to jump off. Knowing Yunus knowing that he's a prophet, they decided not to tell him to go. They wanted someone else to go. Well, who's going to jump into the middle of the ocean? So they decided to draw lots. Allah says. So they drew lots. And each time they drew lots, the name of Yunus is coming out. So he decided to jump into the ocean. Allah says that fish, that big fish came and swallowed him. But look at the kudrat of Allah. Normally the enzymes of a fish is such that whatever it swallows, it disappears. It's completely finished. But Allah wanted the fish to be a prison for Yunus Nothing happened to Yunus He remained in that fish for however long Allah wanted. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذَنُّونِ إِذْذَهَبَ مُضَالِ even at that place, he accepted his mistake. Wallah, oh I made a mistake. He made his tawbah and his tikhfah. It wasn't a sin. It was a mistake. But he accepted. Immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the fish throw him out. So, Ambiyanimu salatu wasalam, if they made a slight mistake also, Allah rectified them. Yusuf والسلام, is sitting in the prison for so long and those two people that asked him for their dreams he told one of the, per, one of the persons that you are going to be executed you had poisoned the king the other person was going to be saved Yusuf والسلام, told him that when you go out just tell the king you know that there is a person who is oppressed in prison he has been unrightfully put into prison now the more higher you go the more greater you go and you become and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala expects that you ask everything from Allah and no one else. Ambiyali Musulatu Islam's level of iman is such that even though you are allowed to ask someone for help, but the level of iman is such that first they will ask Allah. Allah says, وَقَالَ لِلَّذِي نَجَا مِنْهُمَا وَالذَّكَرَ بَعْدَ أُمَّةٍ أَنَا أُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِتَأْوِيلِهِ فَارْسِلُونَ وَقَالَ الَّذِي ظَنَّ أَنَّهُ نَاجِبْ مِنْهُ مَذْكُرْنِ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ So he tells the person who's going to be saved that when you go out, then you must tell the king about فَأَنْسَاهُ الشَّيْطَانُ ذِكْرَ رَبِّهِ There's two tafsirs of this verse. One tafsir is 
that this person when he went out and he got caught up with all the luxuries of the king, he forgot about Yusuf Shaitan made him forget Yusuf The other tafsir is that Shaitan made Yusuf slip up here. Instead of asking Allah for help, he asked this person here for help. That's another tafsir. But that's not the main point I wish to mention. That because he made this mistake, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, that now you have to falabitha fi sijni bidha sinin. Now you have to stay for a longer time inside the prison. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nurtures his anbiya alimu so that they are perfect. So they are the people that we should, we should be making as role models. Not the others that we find that when you look at their lives, their lives are in shambles. So when you look at Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa amongst all the anbiya, Allah has made him the greatest. Allah has made him the greatest of all Anbiya Ali Musallatu Islam. As the poet says, even though some people have questioned the authenticity of this poetry, but the wa ahsana min kalam tali wa ahsana min kalam tarqatu aynu that he is such a, a being Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that no eye has seen anything like him. Wa ajmala min kalam tali din nisau. And there is no woman that has given birth to a more beautiful child than Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi So he was such a being. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says that لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was of such a, a character. He was of a very lofty character. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is giving guarantee. So he is the one that we should be making as role models. And look at the love of Nabi Islam for this ummah. Nabi Islam, you should sp- spend nights upon nights. Allahumma ummati. Allahumma ummati. Oh Allah, my ummah. Oh Allah, I'm worried about my ummah. That they must be saved from the fire of Jahannam. And how much are we appreciating all that efforts and the sacrifices of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa There are many rights if you have to speak of the rights of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa But ulama have put it into four rights. Four rights, mean. One is the right of love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa You get different types of love. The first love is a love a tabi'ah. That is a natural love. A natural love that Allah has placed into the heart of everyone. The father has... Once a child is born, mother and father have a natural love towards the child. The child has a natural love towards the parents. Each one is prepared to sacrifice for the other. That's a natural love. Then you get the second type of love which is known as akli. Akli means logic, logically. Someone did something good for you, he's always, every time you meet him, he does good for you. So you love him. He's a good person. He's always doing good for me. Another person, you'll hate him. Why? Because every time you see him, every time you meet him, he hurts you, he harms you. You don't like him. So logically you understand that that person who does good for you, then you will like him, you will love him. Then you get the third type of love, which is love of Iman. muhabbat imani That is the love of Iman. The love of Iman, it overpowers all other love. That is such a love, where you prepare to sacrifice everything for Allah and His Rasul It overtakes every other love. Just to mention a few examples, in the life of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala. As Mu'ad radiallahu ta'ala, is mentioned in Bukhari also that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sent Hazrat Mu'adh radiallahu ta'ala and Abu Musa Ash'ari radiallahu ta'ala anhu 
he sent them to Yemen. Yemen was a very big area, so he sent two people. One on the, on the eastern side and one on the western side. Anyway, Mu'adh radiallahu ta'ala comes in Hayatus Sahaba that when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was leaving, it was a habit of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that whenever he would send an envoy, he would walk with them. They would be riding, he would be walking and he would be giving them advice as, he, as they are leaving. And Nabi sallallahu is telling Mu'adh radiallahu ta'ala Oh Mu'adh, remember this is our last meeting. When you come back next time, you will not see me, I will pass away. Now imagine the love of the Sahabi we know the love that Sahaba Ranum had for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now logically, his logical love will tell him, listen, Ya Rasulullah, why, do, why are you sending me? Leave me here. I want to stay with you. I want to go. I don't want to go. You want me to go. I want to stay with you. The natural love is also saying that I must stay. But what was the Imani love? The Imani love is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wants from me now. The Imani love is that Nabi Sallallahu wants me to go. So therefore he goes. He's weeping. He's crying. That this is my last meeting with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But he's going. Why? Because Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wants me. That is called the Imani love. That Imani love overtakes all other love. That now, I don't worry about my wishes. The wishes of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam overtakes everything. Now he goes. Another incident mentioned in Mishkat. One Sahabi, a group of Sahaba, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sent them on an expedition. He told them after Fajr you must leave. One Sahabi, radiallahu ta'ala, he says, he, he thought to himself, it's a Friday, it's a Jummah also. What a great day, it's like a day of Eid. I got a very fast, even conveyance. I will read Jummah with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I'll get my Jummah with Nabi sallallahu What a good intention also. What a good intention. I will read my Salah with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After Jummah, I will leave and I will catch up with the others. Jummah time, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving the khutbah, he sees the Sahabi he asked the Sahabi, I told you to leave after Fajr, what are you still doing here? He said, no, Ya Rasulullah, this was my intention, I want to read Jummah with you. Nabi says, you see the reward that they got, because they listened to me, you will not get that reward. Why? Because they listened to what I told them to do. One is what we desire, and one is what Allah and Rasulullah did. That's what Allah says in Quran in the 22nd para in the second page. وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَيْ يَكُونَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَارِ When Allah and Rasulullah decide on anything, then you don't have a choice. Then you don't say, no, I think it should be like this, I think it should be like that. Then you forego everything for the sake of Allah and Rasulullah wasallam. We all know the famous incident of Wahshi. Wahshi was that person who killed Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. His incident is mentioned in Bukhari. And he was not a Muslim when he killed Wahab. He was not a Muslim when he killed Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. But the body of, of Hamza ta'ala was so mutilated. Nabi Sallam was so hurt. that Nabi Sallam said, I will take 70 people's lives because of, of Hamza. So hurt Nabi Sallam was. Allah revealed the verses, وَإِنْ آقَبْتُمْ فَآقِبُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا أُقِبْتُمْ بِهِ how can you take 70 people's life for one person? You can't do that. Then Ahu wa khairul If you have to make sabr, then that is better than Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam After many years now, Wahshi comes. Comes. There's a long exchange of letters. And finally, he accepted and made Tawbah. 
He comes in front of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu looks at him and says, Are you the one that killed my uncle? He says, Yes, I'm the one that killed your uncle. He says, Then Nabi Sallallahu tells him, Is it possible for you to explain to me how you killed him? He says, Ya Rasulullah, I can't do that. It was too horrific. I can't do that. I'll be hurting you if I'm going to do that. I'll be hurting you. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam accepted his toba, accepted everything. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him one thing. هل تستطيعوا أن تغيب وجهك عني؟ Is it possible that you know what? From today, don't come in front of me. Why? Because when you come in front of me, I think of my uncle, and spiritually there'll be a barrier between me and you. And for your iman and the safety of your iman in this world and the akhirat, it's going to be harmful if I'm going to be hurt towards you. So therefore, is it possible for you to stay away? So from that day onwards, right till Nabi Sallam passed him, he never came in front of Nabi Sallam. He wanted to come. He had the love for Nabi Sallam. He wanted to come. But it was a, it was a desire of Nabi Sallam. Therefore, he, he gave up his desires for the desires of Allah and his Rasul He never came in front of Nabi Sallam. Why? Because he would have, it would have harmed his spirituality also. So when we look at these lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, and we can see, that what was the extent of the love that they had, that their love overtook everything else. So the first right to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is the right of love that we need to have from Nabi The second right towards Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is the right of i'tiqad. I'tiqad means you believe that what Nabi sallallahu has told to me is more beneficial to me than anything else. This is an example. One Buzuk mentioned that you know the West has told us to lift our pants above our knees, we prepared to do that happily. But Nabi ﷺ told us to lift our pants above our ankles, we're not happy to do that. We want to ask 101 questions. What is the wisdom behind this? What is the wisdom behind that? So that means we don't believe that the words of Nabi ﷺ is the best for me. Whereas when you look at the, at the trust that Sahaba had, for the words of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa then we'll understand Ali radiallahu ta'ala is incident mentioned in Hayatul Sahaba he had to go out of Madinatul Munawara for a few days he was staying in the outskirts and whilst he was there he got very sick so some Sahaba anhum came there to meet him and they told him you know what, why don't we take you to Madinatul Munawara what if you pass away here what if you pass away yeah. He said, no, I can't pass away here. Why? Because Nabi Sallam already told me I still have to become a Khalifa. I still have to rule. I still haven't become the Khalifa still. So therefore, I can't pass away now. Look at how much of trust he had in the words of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Or I'll be talking about a Muslim. Let's look at some incidents in Hadith and in Tafsir of non-Muslims. Look at how much trust they had in the words. It's mentioned in Tafsir Khazid and Tafsir Ruhul Ma'ani. That when the surah Tabbat Yada Abi Lahab was revealed, when the surah, we know, all know the surah, and one of the biggest enemies of Islam was Abu Lahab. So, in the beginning of Islam, it was permissible for a Muslim to get married to a non Muslim man. So, two daughters of Nabi was married to two sons of Abu Lahab. Abu Lahab had three sons Utba, Utaiba, and Mu'atib. So Utba and Utaiba, those two sons were married to two daughters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu So when the surah was revealed, Abu Lahab tells his sons, 
Listen, yeah, the surah is about me. And it's cursing me. If you want me, you want to stay with me, then you have to cut ties with the daughters of Nabi Islam. You have to break your marriage. Because you can't stay in the marriage of Muhammad and also be my son. You have to choose one of the two. So Utba and Utiba decided to divorce their wives. Utba in a respectful man, manner, he went and he just sent a divorce. Utiba, he did, he was disrespectful to Nabi. He goes in front of Nabi and mockingly, he gives the divorce to the daughter Umm Kulsum of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi was very hurt. Obviously any father will not want, he's, he's already always worried of his children, especially the daughters. They don't want the, even, even the divorce to take place. Nabi was very hurt and with his attitude also. Nabi made a badwa, Allahumma sallit alayhi kalban min kilabi. Wala let one of your wild animals devour him and eat him up. Now this, it came out from the, even from the mouth of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Now look at Abu Lahab. Abu Lahab is a kafir. He's a disbeliever. He's traveling on one occasion and his son was with him. So he tells all the people in the caravan, they have to stop in the middle of the jungle. He tells all his people that remember, all of you all must sleep around my son. Muhammad has made this dua. I'm worried that one wild animal is going to come in the middle of the night. This is how much of trust he has in the world. All of you all must sleep around him and he will sleep on a high place so that the animal can't come. But obviously, nothing is beyond the qudrat and the power of Allah. In the middle of the night, while they all were sleeping, Allah sent a lion. The lion came, jumped over everyone and killed the boy. But the point I want to make is that look, he's a kafir. But look how much of trust he has on the words of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we only spoke about two rights of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One is the love for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Second is having trust in the words of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That whatever Nabi Sallallahu has told to us, that is the best thing for us. The third right, I will just mention the third right and the fourth right. The third right is to follow Nabi Sallallahu This is the most important thing. We can say, I love you, I love you, I love you, but if I don't follow you, it means nothing. If a, if a person says, I love my parents, I love my parents, but he never, he's always disobedient to his parents, it means nothing. So, love for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi demands that you have to follow Nabi Sallallahu That will indicate how much of love. The more we follow Nabi Sallallahu the more we have love for Nabi Sallallahu And the fourth thing is, to recite durood, abundant durood on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa The rewards of durood are very great. Man salla alayya wahidan sallallahu alayhi ashran. That person who reads one time durood on me, Allah will send ten blessings. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned, person, man sulli alayhi indahu walam yusalli alayya. That that person who my name was mentioned in front of him and he did not read durood, he's the biggest bakhil. He's the biggest miser. So these are the four Rights of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We end off with the dua of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allahumma rizukna hubbak wa hubba rasulik wa hubba man yanfa'uni hubbu indak. Allah grant us your love. Grant us the love of your piyari Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And grant us the love of all those people that will take us close to Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Wa akhiru dawana. And alhamdulillah.